History shows us that every single government that's gone to pure fiat has abused that privilege and ultimately ended up with a zero purchasing power and into hyperinflation. What's the only asset that really protects you from that? That's gold. I mean, this is, again, not rocket science, because gold has the broadest base of functionality because it is used in every single sector of the global economy. So it has the broadest base of buyer. This fiat money garbage is only used in one area, the financial sector. So when demand is gone in that sector, what do you have? You have markets implode and you have wealth destruction of any wealth that's held in here. But the flight to safety always goes here. That's why you're seeing central banks buying the most gold that they ever have in history. Back to Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. I cannot tell you how excited I have been. I've had little butterflies in my stomach all day. <laughs> and we do a lot of big interviews, by the way, guys. Uh, but this one with Lynette um, hits home because Lynette literally has it all. You guys have heard us talk about her. You have seen us play her clips consistently on our show. She's a legend of our time. Uh, that's how I've been advertising this. If you want to know what's going on with the economy, with gold and silver. She even knows the history. So we have Lynette Zhang of ITM Trading. She's the chief market analyst over there. They've been going at it hard for 27 years. Just this year, we recently partnered with ITM Trading after telling you guys about them for six years. So we're very excited to be partnered with ITM. And uh, I know that we've had a lot of you have been giving us feedback. Your experience with ITM trading has been bar none. So I want to thank you guys Excellent. for taking our advice and for then sending us feedback. So Lynette, it's been five years. Welcome That's back. That's ridiculous. To the show. We should not have it be this long. I mean, so many things are happening, but yeah. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm glad you're partnering with ITM because I actually didn't know that. But you didn't good. know that? I'm going to tell you a little inside baseball, Lynette. Okay. So for we didn't do sponsors for years, any kind of, we didn't advertise anything. We kind of count resistance chicks as a ministry, right? Then we got a MyPillow promo code a year ago and it went downhill. And everyone keeps, at, for years they've been asking us, where do we go for gold and silver? Where, and so we've been sending them to you guys literally since we interviewed you five or six years. Well, before we even interviewed you. So I Thank wrote you. you guys a letter and Justin over there, got my letter. He said he has it taped to his wall now because he said it was the first letter you guys had ever received. And I said, if we're going to partner with anyone with gold and silver, we want to go to you guys first. We actually wrote two letters. I'm not going to lie. I wrote one to SD Bouillon. They never answered me. <laughs> and you guys did. And so this, it's only been like three or four months now. Yeah. And we still send people to SD Bouillon. For the smaller purchases. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the little ones, for the, the little ones. But uh, Lynette, you are killing it. 
I mean, I've watched over the past five years, I've watched your channel. Your YouTube explode channel has exploded. Yes. Because they're hungry for the truth that you're giving. Everybody senses what's coming down the line, but they I don't know. really know and they're not sure how to prepare. They're kind of scared, which is why we've been sending everybody. Listen, if you're scared, just give them a call. Okay. They can help you walk through, you know, what do right. you do with your 401k? Right. But that's not why Lynette is here today because you guys hear us talk about that on our show all the time. Lynette is here to give us kind of the inside scoop. I know that something just big happened with the BRICS nations. What was it yesterday? We're going to ask you about that. Yes, and, go ahead. Ask and, me. <laughs> and then, but before we get into any of that, for our viewers that maybe don't have your background, could you sum it up in, in a little yeah, nutshell? Tell us, like, Tell our new viewers, because we had a lot of new viewers, uh, who you are and how you got started in the uh, analyzing the economy and getting people onto gold and silver. Well, you know, in a nutshell, and it's, this may sound weird, whatever, but I basically um, knew since I was four years old that I was supposed to do something that had a positive impact on a lot of people. Wow, wow. I didn't know what that was, but I started in banking when I was 15, oh, wow. studied business finance in college, worked in banking until, you know, divorced kids, you need more money, became a stockbroker. So I ha that is my background. That that's the direction that I was always pushing in. And as a stockbroker in the 80s, I definitely, well, I was there on Black Monday and I stumbled across what's called non-dollar denominated bonds, which is just bonds that are issued in different currencies. And so that I started studying currencies in 1987. Back in those days, you could talk to the head of any trading desk and I was at Shearson because they had the best training program on the street. And so for about a year and a half, every morning, the first thing I did was talk to the head of currency trading. And she was really teaching me how to read the technical language. And at night I'd go home and I'd study, study, study. And then the next morning we would have a conversation so I could solidify it. But in that capacity, I saw the repeatable patterns of currency life cycles. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, everything is in a life cycle. I am at a different point at 68, almost 69, than my granddaughter that, where my grandson that recently turned 10 and my granddaughter is nine. And if you look at me, you're not gonna say, oh, she's about to turn 11, <laughs> right? Right. And you're not gonna look at them and go, oh my God, they're about to turn 69. Right. So when you realize that through these repeatable patterns that everything has a life cycle and you can recognize, if you know what those patterns look like, you can recognize where we are in this cycle and what is most likely to happen next. And then that's what enables you to get into a position to sustain a reasonable standard of living, but also to take advantage of what's happening. Because just because you don't want it to happen doesn't mean that it's not gonna happen. But wealth, especially when you're talking about money and wealth, it never, ever, ever disappears. It just shifts yeah. location, so who owns it? So if you can recognize the pattern, get properly positioned, so that you can maintain your standard of living, but then take advantage of what you can't change anyway, it's gonna happen. Right. 
and and the powers that be that understand this stuff so the 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 one percenters the central banks the some in government i mean a lot of people in government i don't think really understand any of this but, <laughs> but um then then you know you're in a great position and you're able to help a lot of people and take care of your families and and whatever else is important to you you know that's interesting that you should talk about currency so i'm guessing you're talking about world currencies you've seen the rise and fall i'm sure uh what's happening in you know zimbabwe how it you know imploded south africa is under you know uh in trouble there's a lot of different nations that their currencies rise and their currencies fall how do you follow a pattern when there's made up money that new money that's coming into the system out of nowhere do you do you keep track of that do you have a ledger oh do you see like this water this rushing water is coming in and it's and then you reevaluate and recalculate we all do. It's called inflation. It's called the loss of purchasing power. We just don't recognize it as such because they don't want us to understand that by design, inflation is put into the currency mm. because inflation causes nominal confusion. So, you know, if you had a $20 bill, 10 years ago and you have a $20 heck if you had it a year ago and you <laughs> oh, have yeah. it today it buys you a whole lot, lot less yeah and officially there's barely three cents left out of the original purchasing power of the currency which means it's much worse yeah and so once you hit zero and, and you can look on the purchasing power chart. And in fact, Randy, if you would write this down, um, I'll, I'll send you that link to the Federal Reserve Education Department to the purchasing power chart. If you said to me, you can only use one chart, and I love charts and graphs because I think they really tell a big story. That's the chart that I would, would use because you can see that loss. Okay, right. But at, right, but at the same time, if they make it look like houses are going up, right? That's nominally, that's in price, yeah. but the house has the same value. You live in it. I mean, they they have turned it into a trading instrument. Uh, and in fact, everything yeah. has been turned into a trading instrument because that's what's most important to Wall Street. Right. Um, but you can see these patterns and it doesn't matter if they come out with a new currency. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. Nothing, none of their uh, sleight of hands changes that every single person knows that it costs them more and more to buy the same goods and services. And it's gotten way worse. Um, mm -hmm. Since you're throwing out your age, we try to keep it just on the down low. Um, but <laughs> people yeah. think we're younger than we yeah, are. And so, people think you're younger than you are too, Lynette, by the way. Yeah, exactly. But we're throwing out ages just to just to give people an idea of when when inflation really hit us hard. I'm 42 years old. Um, this, what we're experiencing right now has me almost sh like shaking because mm -hmm. um, my... This house that I'm in, my I, I bought this. We bought it. My sister and I bought it from our our grandma's estate, and it was purchased in 1965 for fifteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Okay, I think that the 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 auditor has it on for one hundred and fifty thousand or whatever. But our neighbor across the street, she bought her house about twenty years ago for I think probably around. And it's smaller than our house. 
it's it's about a hundred and not i'm gonna say 190. <laughs> she just sold it for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars i thought i was gonna fall out of my chair i was like well there goes our property taxes that's not <laughs> normal there's a house next to me that was just uh it was a big deal because it sold for 235 just like four years ago um, and now it would sell for well I, over three fifty. There's a, a neighborhood in the, the these houses in my neighborhood across from me should be in the twos. They're you know built in the nineties, early nineties. You know, regular ranch and you know buy levels and different things like that. It's a decent. We're neighborhood. in Ohio. We're not in California. We're not in New York. Our housing is just normal. We're and not. So to see these go for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars, that that's not like I can't comprehend that. Can you put that in context for me? This is not normal. Yeah, totally. And Michelle said something that I'm going to bring up in this explanation, because what this is, is inflation. Yeah. Right. And it was positioned by all of the cheap money that the central <laughs> bank put out there and the zero interest rate policy. Yeah. And so that has inflated the values, the nominal values, the values yeah. that you see. It makes people feel rich. So they pull equity out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a big problem that's happening right now. Uh, I just read this this morning um, in Europe, but frankly, this is true everywhere, is that, and, and in the US, particularly at this point in the commercial real estate area. So as the prices of the house is growing up and what they're doing is they are enticing you to pull your equity out, well, as long as the nominal price keeps going up, you can keep pulling more and more right, right. and more equity out. Except that when it reverses, right? Now you want to pull equity out. Well, you're in negative equity. Yeah. And in the commercial real estate area in this country, in Europe, this is true, both, right? They have shorter term mortgages. Yeah. Because, hey, interest rates were never going up. So now they have to roll those loans over, but they've already pulled more than the real market value equity out of the properties. So you okay. are going to see a huge amount of foreclosures. Wow. I know. And that's but what Michelle, we had in 2008, right? Uh, yes, is but it, for different reasons. But for different reasons, okay. Different reasons. But Michelle also brought up, well, our property taxes are going up. Yeah. This is so evil genius, <laughs> evil for sure, but genius for sure, yeah. because they intentionally create the inflation and then they tax that inflation. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> intentionally increased. Yeah, exactly. I mean, evil genius. Yeah. I, I don't, you can't get and disgusted on property taxes and the inflation because it, you know, there's a there's a reality here where people are losing their homes because they can't pay their property taxes, especially older people on a fixed income. Yeah. They they're on yes. one street. They've been there their whole lives. Everybody else that, you know, the, the up and comings, the, the millennials are buying their houses and their property taxes go up. And suddenly, you know, somebody in their seventies can't stay in their home that they have paid right. off. Right. Yeah. And we saw that during the depression. You could have your house completely paid off, but if you cannot pay your property taxes, you lose that property. Yeah. So you never really own your home. Right. Okay. And the other part is 
if you stop and think about it, how do governments generate income? Through taxation. Right. Yes. Right? And so as we're going through the financial transition that we're in right now, what do you think is going to happen to all of these property taxes? Yeah. Because that is classified as immovable property. Right. You cannot put your house on your back Mm -hmm. and walk away with it. Right. You can do that with gold. Ah. And with silver. Right. Right. This is movable wealth. Movable wealth. Right. It's critical because a rising gold price is an indication of a failing currency. Mm -hmm. Do they want you to understand that the currency is failing? No. Because then you make different choices. Right. Right? You make choices in food, water, energy, security, barterability, wealth preservation, community, and shelter so that you can stabilize your standard of living. But there's always opportunity in crisis too. So since they've been suppressing the price for the reason, one of the reasons that we just talked about, the key reason, really, what happens is when all confidence is lost in the currency, and you brought up Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe is a great example of this. When the public has lost all confidence in the currency in the system, and we're super close to that, that's what what high inflation makes the public see what's going on a little more clearly and lose that confidence. And this is con game. In order to get that confidence back, they do those overnight revaluations. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, uh, like in Venezuela, off the top of my head, they've done four revaluations so far. Zimbabwe's done three. Okay. Uh, they revalued it, and it went up like 3,500%. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right. Now, is that because gold became that much more valuable? No. Or the dollar became that much less? And right. that's so that's key when we're talking about, and I want to get into kind of some of the deeper questions that our viewers ask us regularly here. But there, in the language that we're talking about, when we see the price of gold rise, our minds, because we're raised, unfortunately, with the fiat dollar, that's all we know. We think right. to ourselves, okay, if the price of something goes up, then the value of that thing has then increased more people want it that's the way we all understand economics but when we're talking about gold and silver maybe you could hit on that again really briefly just Mm -hmm. so people understand so when you see the price go up the value of gold has not gone up what does it actually mean they do this with everything and since the since we made the transition from a gold-backed currency well at least quasi gold-backed currency in 71 Every single asset, every single everything on the planet has been turned into a trading asset Mm -hmm. and it has been paperized. So when you're looking, right, and and so they have trained us, if something goes up, that's good. If something goes down, that's bad, right? right? And so, and that's true for the stock market, that's true for everything. But the real underlying trend is in the purchasing power. Mm -hmm. Because last time I checked, a trillion times zero was zero. Come on and preach. Right? But this is all called 
perception management. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is a formal term. This is not my term. This is our government's term. And it was formalized in the early 80s. So if they can manage how you think about things, then you move forward in a way that supports their goals. Yes. If I can help you see the truth and the inflation is really what the truth is, but yeah. here's the problem. As long as there were purchase, there was purchasing power in the currency, they could continue this game. Mm. And as long as interest rates were up at a level, I mean, what happened? They all talk about how fabulous Paul Volcker was, right? Back in the 70s when we're making this transition. But what he did was he raised the interest rates up to 21.5% intraday. That gave the central bank an awful lot of ramp room to lower those rates. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So when we would go into a crisis, they would drop rates about five and a half to five and three quarters percent. Okay. okay. That would encourage people to borrow and right. spend. Right. That would help them. Oh, I need another one. Create more money. <laughs> We've been out of the paper. Yeah, look at that. Thank you. <laughs> but that out, literally out. They can't even print anymore printing. at this point. Exactly. I wish that were true. I know, right? But they can just keep creating debt and they can keep pre right. uh, printing yes, money exactly. until all confidence, until they can't. Okay. Right. And that's when they have to do that revaluation to get your confidence back. Mm -hmm. You brought up Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe has actually been in hyperinflation since 2006. Okay. They have the, the prices of everything, like you're saying right now, that's great, right? But it'll get to a point where there'll be so many zeros on it, like $80,000 for a pack of gum. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Which I know sounds outrageous right now, but if you think about gold in the early 1900s, this is a $20 gold piece. Yeah. $20. If you had gone back then and said, well, you know, gold is going to be $2,000 or $3,000 right. a yeah. Yeah. Right? right? People yeah. would have said, what are you talking about? You're crazy. So yeah. I know that sounds outrageous, but it, that doesn't really, I mean, that's because there's no value in this. None. Right. Right. People don't trust it. They no longer want to work for it. Right. They never want, they no longer want to use it as a right. tool of barter. And in order to get them to use that again, they have to put a component of gold in the system. Now, last year in Zimbabwe, they came out with a one ounce gold coin. Exactly. So yes, we covered that. What right. Are your, what are your thoughts on this one ounce gold coin? Well, who does that benefit? Because the normal Zimbabwean yeah. could never gonna, afford yeah, exactly. a one ounce coin. Yeah. So that is for the wealthy mm -hmm. to hold on to their to purchasing power. Their yeah. Right. Now they have where they're they're attempting to introduce a gold back digital currency, right. Zimbabwe dollar, CBDC. Right. Gold back, so they say. Gold backed. We know how so that goes. So they say. Yeah. Because unless you can convert it, and I want people to hear this so clearly because this is going to be true moving forward. Okay. I know we're not in Zimbabwe, but we're going to experience this year too. Unless and until 
you can actually convert the garbage that they're giving you yeah. into gold. Right. It right. will not be finished yet because Ooh, you good. have no way of knowing whether or not that gold is there, how much is really there, nothing. Exactly. They could just be making up like they did before. And that's kind of, you know, the frog in boiling water that we had um, to get to where we're at right now. You had covered really well the the fall of the Silicon Valley Bank and the fallout yeah. from that. And you were Which is kind not of maybe saying yet. it's not. Yeah. Is this the this is definitely a black swan event. And you talked about controlling information. So oh. never before have I, you know, we we've been kicked off of YouTube for various things. We're still on Facebook. We're still on Rumble. So the one thing that we've always known is OK to talk about is is this gold and silver finances. And then lo and behold, they put the kibosh on anybody saying anything because they were about the Silicon Valley uh, bank crash. They didn't want you to even mention it. They anymore. literally put it in the same category as COVID or Islam or like all of these things. You just did a faux pas, can't talk about it, whatever, is Silicon Valley Bank. Well, good thing you didn't tell me that. <laughs> That was because I talk about it all the time. Yeah, I think you're untouchable I, at this point. Yeah. Oh, I would not say that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's untouchable. We're, we're praying over you anyway. You need to be on YouTube Thank for as you. long as you possibly. It was can. very strange. They're like because they didn't want a bank run, basically, you know, and they right. was, they were worried about a, the bank run. But you know, this disinformation. Um, information. Now there is good news. As a side note, we did have a federal judge this week. Um, uh, rule an injunction against the Biden administration that the government officials are not allowed to contact social media platforms to, to censor to flag misinformation. It's and so that that's thing. a win for podcasters. So, so right now we're in a, we're yes we have a win for podcasters. define mis define misinformation anything exactly they like. anything they <laughs> anything that they don't like. So um so let's let's go back and talk about um. Can I talk about that a little yeah, bit? You can't. No, please talk about okay. it because they kind of went it went away. It was like it was, it was in, a temporary thing, like because the they didn't want those bank runs. I think no one's going to do a run on the bank. Well, we kind of want y'all to, but that's the side. Well, it ain't over yet. Right. Okay. It ain't even marginally over yet, uh, because all those fifteen years of zero interest rate policy, mm -hmm. forcing everybody out on the risk spectrum that's trying to generate income. And so all of the big banks, all of the medium-sized banks, probably also a lot of the smaller banks, bought government debt treasuries at zero interest rate. Mm. Okay, well, these are interest rates. These are market values, okay? So from Volcker, Volcker's rule, 21.5% interest rate, they kept lowering the interest rates. So that created uh, what 30, 40 year bond bubble. Right. Because when you lower interest rates, the market value of the bonds rise. So if you were to own like a mutual fund or an ETF that had a bunch of different bonds in there, maybe some of those bonds actually lost all value, but it was hidden from you oh, wow. because as they lowered the interest rates, the market value of the bonds that were uh, surviving increased. Mm. Well, then in 2022, they did a shift. 
because yeah. it wasn't their money printing that was creating the inflation after all. But now they have to fight it, which is such incredible garbage. But anyway, so what's happening? They're raising the interest rates and actually pretty rapidly. So what's happening to the market value of all of those bonds mm. that all of the banks and corporations are sitting on? Mm. Okay. So I know they want you to think that that was over. And interestingly enough, when all of those banks went out and SVB being the first one, that was almost to the date going back to 2008 when yeah. Bear Stearns went out. Yes. And uh, and JP Morgan went in and bought them. And now, now JP course, Morgan is that much bigger. And that much more systemically important. Mm, yeah. Right? And, and what else is happening this month? We've got the FedNow accounts going into effect. Okay. A FedNow account, whether anybody realizes it or not, you have one. Really? I don't care if you live in the most remote rural area and all you have is a post office. At that post office, you have a FedNow account. You're really? kidding. Tell us no, what I'm not kidding. saying that, and I guess it just doesn't sink in. I don't really understand Tell it. our viewers what a FedNow account is. A FedNow account, uh, the federal, it, it's actually an account where an individual would have a direct relationship or a direct account with the Federal Reserve bypassing the banks. Okay. But they need the banks to institute that and to present it to you right, right, right. so that you don't think that anything has changed as the entire financial system has changed. Okay. But here's where it gets dangerous for the system itself, for the banks themselves is that this is a 24-7 instant payment mechanism. Wow. So when you're talking about bank runs and what happened with Silicon Valley and the other banks there, wasn't people running to the bank to pull out their money. They're sitting online and pushing buttons and right. moving their money. Exactly. So it is more challenging to stop a bank run when you can do it Boom! Instantly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the way that they're, and, and this is a mechanism to get people used to buying into the CBDCs, the central bank right. digital currencies, because um, during this next crisis, they will make a deposit into your FedNow account. Mm. That's when you're going to know about it, mm -hmm. right? When they want you to really know about it, you will know about it. Okay. Go spend that money. They're yeah. just going to give you a whole bunch of for free money. Right. right? right, right. And what are people going to do? Right. This is fabulous. I'm going to go spend it. Right. But the interesting thing, as I've been watching the CBDCs being launched hither, thither, and yon, is that people, yeah, they'll spend it here. You want some money? Here, go spend it. However, they aren't replenishing those accounts. Oh. So it's not getting easy adoption like they thought okay. that it would. So this is not baked into the system yet. And okay. we have an opportunity to go back to sound money. Yeah. Now, Zimbabwe uh, has begun an experiment where they're backing a CBDC with gold, but again, it's not convertible and yeah. they're in the full testing phase. So we have to see 
how the public adopts it, they had to introduce that. So instead of a one ounce coin, like they put out last year for the wealthy, yeah. which is in physical form. So guess what? The wealthy hold it and they own it and it's yeah. invisible to the system. Right, right, right. The public can now buy into this with virtually very little money, mm -hmm. right? So they can get them caught up in that system where they then have the ability to take us into a full surveillance economy. So every every single one of your purchase is your purchases are monitored. Right. But let's go back a little bit more for that, all right? So not only are your purchases monitored, but your income is monitored. Oh, oh yes, that's a big one. That's a big one. Let's say your spending pattern doesn't look right to your income. Right. All right. I mean, they could catch that like that. Now, I'm not suggesting that anybody ever does anything illegal or <laughs> or anything like that. Um, but personally, I'm from an era that likes privacy. I yeah. grew up with privacy. Yeah. Right. They can dictate to you where you spend it, right. what you spend it on. Right. If they don't like your politics or they don't like your attitude, they can push a button. Now for governments, what they say is, oh, look it, we can do lifetime taxes. Yeah. And since there's no way for you to control that because they're controlling it, they yeah. can pull that money out at will. Well, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people that have tried to pull out of the system, especially since COVID and become self-employed. Uh, maybe they're selling things on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. And it used to be for an eBay, it, you know, you had, I think it was 10,000 before you had to report. And just uh, this year, you know, the government passes oh, so with that, PayPal, and, with Venmo. PayPal and, and Venmo that 600 bucks, anything. So I had a garage sale, you know, I mean, these are little things like, that's the kind of income I think that you're talking about that they want to catch yeah. up in this net and things that you never reported things that you, you bought and sold on at a yard sale or to, between well, right because or, it cost you more. You bought it and you're yeah. selling it used. Exactly. Exactly. You're not you're selling it at a loss. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so now they're trying to do now they're, they want to follow every single move because people have recognized that being in this system is not good for your health. So I want to get to the nitty gritty of this here, Lynette, because this is, we we talk about the problems on our show all the time. What I want to give people are solutions mm -hmm. for, okay, this is Perfect. coming. You cannot get away from this. This is, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. It is, it's inevitable. It's actually late. Okay? <laughs> and it's Overdue. global. Um, and mm -hmm. so what are some of your main ways that we can fight back against maybe a FedNow account or the CBDCs or preserve our wealth or get ready for, and I know you, we have a homestead, we raise pigs and chickens. We've been watching your Beyond Gold and Silver channel um, on YouTube. I want all of you guys to go and subscribe to that. You are getting ready. Yeah. So on a holistic yeah. level, however you feel led, I know the number one question that people have is like, okay, I know what's coming down the line. What the heck do we do to fight it? Well, you get yourself in a position where you are self-sufficient and independent as possible. So that if they say, oh, we don't like what you're saying or doing, and they push a button and cut you off, it doesn't impact you, Yeah. right? So my mantra, food, water, right. energy, security, barterability, which I like silver for. Yes. 
wealth preservation, that's my gold, community, which is arguably the most important part yeah. because one person can't do it all themselves, right, right. and shelter, because you gotta have a place to live. Right. And you gotta have a place to make your last stand. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, <laughs> right? Good. Yes. So, cause I know that that, you know, I'll say the mantra and people are like, oh my God. You look at where you are most vulnerable. This is how I did it for myself, right? And, you know, I started by building my foundation to secure my wealth, because if I hold wealth and I hold purchasing power, then at least I have an opportunity to buy what I need, even outside of the system, because I've got something of value. Right. But food is the single biggest issue for most people. Right. And you see a transition of middle class to abject poverty during these transitions because they're not prepared. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of different ways. You've got a homestead. I've got two now because my hole was a bug out location. You've got a bug out location. Yeah. I And it's very remote. And, you know, we just finished putting in orchards up there. Wow. I've got my hot houses. So, you know, I've got all of my mantra pieces, maybe not as much as I'd like them yet, but definitely covered if God forbid, poi, 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 that the, you know, that I saw today, the Lehman moment, that black swan event. And I saw that the public was starting to wake up to it. That's why I did, somebody asked me, well, why didn't you go in, you know, in March? Because the public has to participate in the crisis and by becoming aware, right, right? Right, right? And then started to panic. That's when I'm going up there. But if that happened today, I have enough food, long storage food, as well as the fresh food now that I've just put in that I can feed 40 people. Wow. And those 40 people, I have doctors, I have electricians, I have carpenters, I have farmers. So uh, there's kids too, but you know, you have a, a variety of talents, which by the way is barterable. Any, any yes. talent you have, yes, talent. anything yeah. physical, could be a good term time to learn a new skill. Yeah. Um, but you know, so that the community is supporting each other because I can't do all that by myself. And right. it's so remote. My dog just had a run in with a javelina the other day. What's a javelina? It's actually, I thought that it was like a wild pig, but it's actually a large, very, very large rodent. Get they're out. Disgusting. Uh, okay. No, I mean, they're like, like a they're rat like type thing. This, uh, kind of, kind of. If you I'm... pull up a picture of a javelina, they're really like oh, it nasty. Looks like a pig. It does look like a pig. Hang on. It, it looks like a pig. a pig. No, Angus, my guy up there, uh, told me that is it, that is a rodent. It really okay. it's in the rodent family. And okay. I think what happened was that Juliet, she's a great Dane. Juliet probably stumbled across a baby and the mom attacked her. Okay. But thank God, because it's not easy to get down from there. I had antibiotics up there. Wow. I had all of my, I had pain meds up there okay. to give her. 
I had everything that I needed mm -hmm. to take care of her and she's yeah. doing fine. Oh, good. And she's great, great date. So they have like loosey goosey skin because yeah, they were yeah, bred yeah. for battle. So that's all, that's all the, uh, that's all the, the, whatever that thing is, did was get some of her skin. Okay. But it's really all about being prepared. Mm -hmm. When did I need to have all those materials there? Before the yes. crisis. Right, exactly. Somehow people think they're going to know, like what, one second before something bad happens so they can rush out and get ready. It's not going to work that way. When you're, yeah, when everybody else is going for toilet paper, it's your And shot. it's not just toilet paper. Like a lot of people think when the time hits, they will just, they've got some seeds stored away. You don't know how to plant them. You don't know how to grow. Like there are a lot of challenges to raising animals and planting things. And, and there's a lot, you need to start yesterday. But the good news is guys, there is still time. And you actually started mm -hmm. in, in a small, like, like a subdivision-y area, an urban area, well, didn't you? Yes, I mean, yeah, definitely. I live in dead central Phoenix. You cannot, this, this was like the first neighborhood in Phoenix. And it, it's a very nice neighborhood. I don't think my neighbors were particularly happy with me, but I was actually getting ready to retire in 2008. And I was living in a little two bedroom condo, which I could just lock the door and off I go. Right, sure. Right, and then 2008 happened and I 100% knew that the system died at that moment. Yes. And I went, holy crap, because I did not think I would see this in my lifetime. Right. So I did really a 180 and I bought this property because it was large, the house itself is large enough to accommodate my children. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, they're, they have children and it's a little, it's, would be a little crowded, but I've got enough bedrooms. Uh -huh. And then I immediately, I was not a gardener. That was not my thing. But knowing that food is the biggest issue and being a mother and not wanting anybody to be hungry, yeah. I had to learn how to be a gardener and a farmer. I, I really did not have a clue how to do any of this. But I immediately, like the first thing I did was put in garden beds. And then yeah. I learned how to do irrigation, which is a very barterable skill. These are very barterable skills. Do I want to lay irrigation? Not really. Yeah. But could I, if I had to? Absolutely, I could. And sure. I know I could. So to your point, you know, um, I bought this property in 2010. And then I bought my bug out location um, well, when 2020, when, when March and April of 2020 hit yeah. and I'm walking around my property going, oh, I got this. Look, I'm no, I don't have to worry about toilet paper. I gave a lot of it away for people that were freaking out and I don't have to worry about food. Okay. Maybe I can't eat an avocado, but I've got eggs. I've got fish. I've got crawfish. I've got vegetables. I've got, I'm good. I'm good. But then there was a riot that was happening near my house at the Capitol. Wow. And near my children's house, mm -hmm. and they live in Scottsdale. And I slept that night with a gun in my bed. Wow. wow. Right, exactly, that's what I said. <laughs> and I went like, mm, mm, no, this is not gonna work for me. Right. I need a bug out location. Right. It took a while to find it. But it is 100%, well, completely off-grid. I do have uh, backup 
for uh, gas, natural, nat natural gas, but it is all solar and I'm wow. still building that, but at least, you know, it is all solar and I've got my food. I've got a fantastic well. The well water is delicious and that's I own the water deal. rights. That's, water is huge. I think that's one of the most difficult, honestly. Especially when you go remote. Yeah. Um, well, here in the middle of Phoenix, I'm on city water. So if the grid goes down, or I don't know the condition of the infrastructure, but I know that most water companies have not really maintained the infrastructure. Right. So I feel a lot more vulnerable with the water here in Phoenix yeah. than I do in my bug out location where at least I have a well, but it is yeah. critical because you can't grow food. Without. So you can't live without food, you can't live without water. Right, exactly. But there are ways to harvest water, right? Yeah. And even in those places that it's illegal to harvest water, what are you going to do? Cover your pool when it rains? Yeah, right. exactly. So you turned your right? pool in, into a koi pond, am I correct? You, yeah, absolutely, because I didn't want the chemicals in it. Yeah. And I enjoy it a whole lot more as a pond. And I swim in it with the fish. So I, I don't know. Really That's awesome. Fish that you eat, do you eat the fish? Well, in that particular pond, which I converted my pool, there's koi fish okay. and high fin sharks. So, but th those are algae eaters. They're not people eaters. Okay. Uh, so uh, I just swim in those. I don't eat those. Although okay. I do know that there are some places in the world where they will eat koi. Yeah, not, not, I'm not a fan, but right. if you're hungry, I guess. If you're hungry enough. But um, I have another pond that's my crawfish pond and I do eat those. That's so good. And I have another pond that is uh i have tilapia in and i do eat those okay so you do i thought I, I thought you raised fish yeah so you do have you have you have just different you have more water so you have a lot of stuff i put it. a lot of ponds in <laughs> and i dug them out because you don't need like my tilapia pond isn't it's three feet deep oh, wow. you don't yeah right you it's not you don't need to create this big huge thing it's three feet deep it's i'm not good with distances but i'll guess it's probably about, what do you think, Randy? Five, five feet wide and, and maybe like 10 feet long or something like that. I mean, it's not that big, but it's at the lowest price uh, uh, point of the property. So I get all that rain runoff. Oh, wow. Right? And tilapia is really good eating. And the water is fabulous fertilizer. Oh yeah. yeah, so then you probably use that. I, I saw you pulling off some like grapefruit and you've yeah, got there's these, a grapefruit tree right by the tilapia pond. You've got some fruit trees that you planted. Were those there or did you plant all no, of those? No. There was like there was almost nothing. This property was so wow. fallow when I bought it. It was wow. just the land was like dead, which is probably when I walk why when I walked into the door and it felt like the whole house like shook and said, oh my God, we're so glad you're here. Oh, <laughs> you were going to bring life to it. And you've even planted fruit trees on the front, haven't you? Oh, I, the entire property is planted out. It's a food forest. Cause you, and, and yeah, the reason why I did that, first of all, I needed enough food for my, my, not just my children, but my sisters and brother as well. So I needed enough food for 20 people. And so, yes, I planted out the backyard, but being in the center of Phoenix, there's 
honestly, there's uh, some homeless people around here and they will wander through, even though this neighborhood is nice, they will wander through the neighborhood and plus my neighbors. So if somebody is hungry and hopeless, they're going to make different choices. Right. So I planted out the, and I'm on a corner. I've got a, I've got a large lot uh, for Phoenix. So I planted everything out with food hedges as well as the interior of the yard. So if somebody's walking by and they're hungry, they can pick a pomegranate, they can pick a zucchini, wow. they can pick an orange, right? And I've had a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, when it gets really bad, people are just gonna come in and destroy everything. Yeah. I can't control that. Right. So, but I do have security shutters on this house. So they might do that, but they ain't getting in. Oh, oh that's good. That's so And good. I can replant the outside if I need to. But I'm hoping that they're smart enough to realize, just come back every day and pick. Yeah. And feed your family. That's so good. Well, and there's another aspect to all of this. And I know that you don't get into it too much on your show, but there is just having faith in God, right? Yeah. Like, oh, a hundred percent. God is, I believe that this can only go so far before God is writing it because we've been headed down a wrong track. And so we look at the reset and we look at all these things that are, that are coming down the line. They seem really bad and they're going to be bad for a lot of people and it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. But I believe it's because God is like, okay, at some point we have to write the ship. And so we have to reset the bone. So I think that through all of this, when people are like you and you have that good heart of just like, I just want to give, I believe that God will protect you. And so I want people to, I joke on all the time on our show, actually, that if people come to try to rob, I'm going to be picking them all off with my AR-15 one by one. That's a joke. Um, I, we really right, want to feed, <laughs> we really want to feed the people we want to be. Yeah. And that's what we tell everybody on our show. You want to be the banker. You want to lend to many to borrow from none. So um, I, I know we can't keep you too long here and I want to get to some Q and A, but for those of us that are not us because we're okay. But for those of our viewers who are like, okay, I live in an apartment, right? Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. is the answer? Like, how can I get started into this? Well, if you live in an apartment, number one, you know, you can put back long storage food, right? You can buy, you go to the grocery store, you can buy some extra rice, some extra beans and some extra cans of tomatoes. Right. And now you got a complete protein and you can eat. You can put a few pounds of broccoli seed, sprouting seeds in yeah. your freezer. Yeah. Three days you rinse it off, you got live food to complement the rest. Yeah. But I would also strongly encourage everyone to go out into their community, go a little bit further and meet your farmers, yes. meet your dairy farmers, right? Meet your, meet your growers, right? Create a relationship. Go to a farmer's market. It's a great place to start if you don't know who or where and ask who and where can I come and see it? Create that relationship so that you know where to go to get yeah. what you need mm -hmm. the food, and have silver so you can buy it, yes. right? Yes. Or have skills or other things so you can barter. And, and, you know, I think that's critically important. And when you're in an apartment, you're going to have to do something about energy and yeah. uh, water. I yeah. mean, those are 
But community is going to be, I think, community your, is everything. Your biggest key. So if you are alone, right? Maybe reach out to people and just say, like, hey, you know, I, I just say pray about it. That's my answer for everything. Pray about it. Pray about God bringing people into your life, families. You can move together. You can have generational homes. You can yeah. consolidate, right? You don't have to be alone. So, guys, I want you guys to put any any questions that you have in the chat before we let Lynette go here. But I want to kick it off with our best friend. We got her hooked on you, by the way, and she's <laughs> been you. she's been squirreling away, silver. Uh, it, it was a big hurdle. It's and it is a big hurdle to get. It is over. a big hurdle. To, okay, I'm gonna take this paper money and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the gold and silver. Um, she's now. I know you don't usually answer these kind of specific questions, and that's okay. You can answer it as broadly as you like, um, but just try to get to the heart of her question. She says, "Ask Lynette a question um, for what to do about my car situation. Knowing I will have to replace my car a year from now, do I save up in silver and cash it in this time next year, right before I buy the car, or do I save it up in cash? I'm not willing to take on debt for a vehicle." I agree with that. You don't want to take on debt, although fixed rate debt is not horrendous as long as you have the right amount of gold to offset that debt. Okay. But That's good to if know. you are looking at a very short term position like that, you know, there are fees involved when you're buying this stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit dicey. Um, but you could you could accumulate the cash or what I do for my emergency savings is raw. Mm -hmm. Now this is a pre-33 because I don't buy bullion because bullion has a history of being confiscated. Mm -hmm. And I do think that an overt confiscation is probable. Yeah. And I like to go, what if I'm right and what if I'm wrong? And if I can do something that it doesn't matter, that's what I do. Okay. So um, I don't use this for the rest of the portfolio, but this is my emergency savings. Okay. And there's so much that can happen this year. Getting, this is just a, a raw, this happens to be a raw lib, but, you know, I'll do raw saying something like that, that does not have... Um, a big markup in it, and I'm just being honest, on the savings side of it. That's what I would do. And then cash it in before you're ready to buy it. And, and you know, I, I can't, look, there's so many things that are happening that it's, it's hard for me to imagine that we could go another year really? without a major crisis. I see that I, too. I'm with you. I don't understand. I honestly, it's, I seriously, when when what happened with SVB and how they expanded the F, F, FDIC and how they made it so that, oh, we're just going to bail out every single person and they're millionaires. I, I, Lynette, I was confused. I didn't know they could do that. Oh, if they write the rules, they can do everything. But the reason why they did that, number one, look at who they were bailing out. Venture capitalists. Yeah. Uh, they were bailing out Silicon Valley. So yeah, they were being selective of who got bailed out. But additionally, do they want you to know that you're really going to get bailed in? Mm. Yeah. If they showed you that before they're ready for you to see it, mm -hmm. then they've lost a, a strong vantage point. Yeah. But 
if, and, and I don't know if this is going to be true or not, we'll find out. But if we go back to 2008, when JP Morgan bought Bear Stearns, it was the following September that it became apparent to the public. Public didn't really, you know, oh, this is handled. Nothing to see here, just go away. And hey, we just had the bank stress test, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And guess what? All of them passed with flying colors, even though their liquidity to deposit ratio has gone down six quarters in a row. So that's the last, the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. At the same, and what that ratio is, it tells you about the ability for the banks to survive a run. Wow. Okay. 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 There's a run on the bank and you pull your money out. At some point, they're going to stop it if it's just not there, right? And then the bank won't survive the run. So with that in the decline for the last year and a half and the market value of all of those assets so deeply under water right and the fed continuing or saying anyway that they're continuing to raise rates means that that gets worse so now because they all pass the stress tests they can take a whole bunch of money and send it out of the bank in terms of dividends they can do share buybacks which benefit shareholders, yeah. not the public. And once that money is out of the bank and you go into crisis, it ain't coming back. Wow. So the banks are in such great shape, they're not. Right, yeah. And what happened with to the assets of those banks that failed happened to the assets of every single bank out there. Mm. And they're not generating their revenues in the in the traditional way that we think in other words you know they take in deposits and they pay you x and then they loan that money out and they get y and their income is the difference between x and y right that's not how they earn their money anymore it's trading that's it's how they trading. earn it. they earn more than 50 percent of their income exactly through trading so, so they just want volatility in the markets. They don't care one way or the other. It's just about the volatility up and down. So do you have a question? Yeah, actually, I have a comment that I want you to actually comment on. Because one of our viewers was like, um, I think Debbie was like, I, I'm screwed. I have no home. We live in a car. And our friend Corey says, Debbie, you're not screwed. Those who have prepared like myself would be blessed to have someone ask how they um, how they can help on my farm, and I would bless them with a place uh, a piece to, a place to farm and help to protect. He says he's not in the USA; he's in Nicaragua. Um, but this is a global fiat currency collapse, and so yep. you know that's something that I kind of also want to address. We are going to come together when this happens. People like Lynette and Corey and the resistance chicks, we are going to be there for you guys. For those of you that were wanted to do something and you couldn't, we're going to open up our homes. We're going to open up our, our homestead. Maybe not to those people who didn't even try and who yeah. didn't even care. And, and we're trying to reach out to the, 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 those who are making a lot of money, those who have millions of dollars and you're going to lose it right now. Lynette, if, if people do have money, Okay, let's say they have their retirement accounts and they, they, they just, they can't fathom 
removing it into. help our viewers who literally are in that st i got a comment earlier today in anticipation of this show someone said have you have you invested in in gold i don't call it an investment it's wealth preservation but yes we have speak to those people that are like i really want to but i'm terrified there how do you how do you help those people make the the jump Oh, that's the gazillion dollar question, isn't it? Because what we're really asking people to do is admit that they've been lied to their Ooh. entire life. Boom. Wow. Right? Having said that, though, you have the link, put up that link to the yeah. Federal Reserve Education Department purchasing power of the consumer dollar. Yes. Okay? And look at when you were born. And you can see how relentless the decline in purchasing power has been. But I have to tell you, Leah, that I strongly disagree with the comment that you made about, well, if they haven't done anything, I'm not going to help them. <laughs> okay? I strongly disagree with that because we are asking You're right. everybody to have that paradigm shift. And I just don't think it's fair because the normalcy bias mm -hmm. is so powerful. Is. I mean, the government hires the most brilliant minds for perception management. Sure. They are so good at it. They've had a lot of practice. It's those people that need us more than the people that can see it coming yeah. and start to do something about it. Yeah. But I also agree uh, with you in that, that there's room if you build your pool of talent that is barterable, Come on. right? So I said, I can lay, I can lay irrigation. Yeah. If I come to you and I say, I can cook, I can lay irrigation. I can farm. I can, I can move bales of hay. I can, right now you're bringing value to the table because you can't do it all by yourself. Lynette comes to our show and convicts us. I feel it. I know. I feel convicted. I know. I'm a Christian. I'm a minister. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, honey. We got to be Christian charitable to these people. Because, and and I'm do. like, no. These people, they didn't do what we but tried to do. There is a difference between the bad guys and those that are, they've, Lynette, right. we've been brainwashed our entire if life. If Janet Yellen yes. comes to my house, do I have to feed her? If who? Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen? Do I have to well, feed? you don't have to feed her, but <laughs> you could feed her and maybe even put a little something in there <laughs> to help with her integrity. That, I will ask the Lord to do that. Yes. <laughs> I will. Okay, one last question, then we're going to let you go. Stephanie says, we were going to get some silver, but we stopped because my husband said lots of people are getting screwed over by some of the companies that sell gold and silver. Well, you've come to the right place, okay, Stephanie. Okay, mm -hmm. that answer that one. Are people going to get screwed over by ITM? Well, no. We've been, we've been in business for 95, and I'll tell since 95. I've been there since 2002. And I will tell you that I'm old enough to remember a day when you were dealing with the owner of the company. Oh, and wow. so if you were not happy with something, we, they fixed it because they wanted to keep you as a customer. Yeah. Over the years, we've really been separated, but ITM trading is very, very, uh, we're, we're a, not just local because 
we're all over the country, but that's the way we treat our clients, the way we want to be treated. Right. And it's very hands-on and it's not just for one transaction, right? What we do based upon my studies of currencies since 87 is we put together your personal goal. Now the foundation of everybody is the same, right? But I'm at a different stage in my life and I'm preparing for my children and my grandchildren and a legacy, which may or not be, may not be something that's important to you. So you always start with your goals. As, start, as far as getting screwed, that is why it is critically important that you work with people that have been around for a while. You can check us out at the Better Business Bureau. You're gonna find, I mean, yes, everybody, you know how everybody reviews. is, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because right. we do unto others as we would like them to do to us. And you have people that keep coming back. So, um, oh yeah. I mean, we have very long-term relations. I have relationships with, with, I, I don't deal with clients anymore, but I still have relationships with clients from 2002, 2003. Wow. Wow. So, right. I mean, it's a relationship. So, so, so as we're letting go, maybe tell people what is this what do you, what is this call i can make a call and what's this uh maybe people don't quite understand i i explain it as if you've got some savings if you've got a retirement account uh give them a call because you guys are going to help them not just be you call it a strategy you're call. different it, it is a strategy like, hey, call just let me you're buy some not, gold and silver and, and we're right. not this is lee and michelle uh, we're not like hey go buy gold and silver we're we are we can tell you how to homestead we can tell you how to how to get skills we can tell you how to do water but i don't have a i, I don't have a retirement account Okay, I have my own business and everything we have already goes into gold and silver. So I don't know how to move that stuff. I don't know but how to But that is a retirement account, isn't it? Yes, it is. the real right? One. I mean, I don't have I used to have a SEP IRA, but as I watched this whole pattern unfold, I liquidated that and I have everything in gold and silver and it's the right kind, right? So it's not a one size fits all. I love that but it's not a one size fits all. So in the strategy, you there's the historic patterns and the historic norm. And if you're sitting with a 401k that you cannot liquidate, they have trained you to think that diversification is stocks, bonds, so maybe you have an annuity or you have an ETF. Uh -huh. or They're all denominated in this crap, right. right? That's not diversified. Gold and silver are severely undervalued for all those reasons I said. Rising gold price indicates a failing currency. So the pat so we can determine generally, I'm not going to get you to the penny, but we'll get you pretty close to the true fundamental value of an ounce of gold and an ounce of silver, which is based upon how much of this debt money Right. that they have created right okay so right now it's somewhere i think uh conservatively somewhere around fifteen thousand bucks okay when we first so started with, watching you you were saying 10. yeah so and and you know that's it's really 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 conservative yeah because how much debt is out there which is how money is created if you really want to know what that is, you got to dig and dig and dig. And I don't know that it really matters that, that right, much right. at this point, right? 
So that's really your retirement. And when those income producing assets that will survive this mess, because there's going to be a lot of things that will go away. But right now they're severely overvalued and gold is severely undervalued. Oh, yeah. That's going to flip flop, okay. right? And so you're going to have the opportunity to grab some of those nominal gains in gold and convert them into those income producing assets mm. that you cannot outlive. Right. Nobody ever talked about outliving your retirement when I became a stockbroker in the 80s. That's they right. never talked about that because right. you get eight, 10% off of a treasury. Right. So if you had a million bucks, you could generate easily $100,000 a year, which at that point, you were living high on the hog. You sure. were wealthy. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Today, they have to subsidize it. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, you're, you're right. So the strategy is created based upon it puts your goals first, and then it's about all of those repeatable patterns so that you have an appropriately diversified portfolio to recoup any losses, any taxes, any fees that there might be, right? And, and anything that you might use up, because there's all parts of it depending upon where you are. And then to put you in a position to take advantage of the wealth transfer so that transfers your way and you end up better off, or potentially anyway, better off on the other side of this mess with income that you cannot outlive mm. and neither can your heirs. That's good. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. My favorite mantra is we, we go around and we tell people all the time, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. Yep, it's that simple. It's that simple. So. Last, last but not least, and this is something that we say, but I would like for our viewers to hear it from you because it's different coming out of your mouth. And we got it from you, by the way. Um, oh, when okay. you talk about how heavily discounted, essentially, yeah. like the way I, I love to clearance shop. I'm not going to lie. I love to go to the 90% the off rack. Like I'm there. I don't what? even need the thing. Yeah. And I'm at the rack. Okay. You talk about gold and silver that way. Like if mm -hmm. if you want to buy it right now is the time that it's literally like 80% off. Exactly. It is on sale and it's probably more like 300% off to be honest with you. No, wait, it's like 15, 1500% off. When they bulk at the fees and they bulk at the fees you only would bulk at if you needed to then convert it back in, in like a year or like at six months or something like that. But if exactly. it's for preservation, you can't bulk at those fees because they'll be, they will vanish. They will have Exactly. Nothing. That's exactly right. And like, if you knew without a doubt that this was worth that that basically forget that it's slabbed forget that it's a collectible that it's just an ounce of gold it's just this if you were really clear that this was worth fifteen thousand dollars you'd be buying it up like crazy and you could buy it for two thousand three thousand five thousand ten thousand 12,000, right. anything below the 15,000, right. doesn't matter whether you're right or you're wrong. And the same thing right? for silver, correct? Exa yes, exactly. Re remember, it doesn't matter how much something costs. It's your rate of return, your ROI. That's the piece that matters. 
And you have to have the ability to identify the true fundamental value of any asset or instrument. So going back to that inflation piece, when you see the stock market going up or the real estate market going up, okay, that's not the trend. That's what they want you to see and believe. Oh, this is going up. You look at that purchasing power chart and understand that it's the Federal Reserve creating that chart, not me. So that means that they juggled some numbers to make it look better than it really is. And what you will see is the relentless downward slide. Now this chart goes back to 1913 when this game began and it looks like it run and now it kind of looks like it trailed off. Yeah. But you have the ability to push it in so you can look at at any period of time and if you move that all the way over, you will clearly see that that decline in value is relentless. It is. Yeah. It's going into the negative and it can't, it cannot be sustained. And I want to have you, well, back wait, you what, what do you do? What happens when you get to zero? That's the question. That's that right? million dollar question. Do you have that? Hyperinflation. Hyperinflation. Okay. That's okay. what happens because all public, all confidence is, this is a con game. It requires confidence. That's why they need you to have confidence in the banking system. They need you to have confidence that the fed can control inflation. It's a joke. He even admitted that they don't understand inflation, right? They need you to have confidence that the government has your best interest at heart and that nobody would ever use AI or CBDCs or the whole alphabet soup for your detriment. Of course. Right? So, you know, if you think about the fact that there's virtually no purchasing power left in the currency, there's just your confidence and you're willing to work for it and use it as your tool of barter. And then you look at the interest rates, right? Which he's been attempting to raise. He has been raising, Powell has been raising them since 2022, but it's breaking the system, SVB Bank and the other banks, right? I mean, that's the biggest tool other than the confidence piece. The interest rates are the single biggest tool that central bankers have to regulate the rate and speed of inflation. Yeah. So they're out of tools. They're out of tools. And they're out of purchasing power. This is hello. Yeah. I mean, this is not rocket science. It's the end. It's, it's the, the end. end. But it's not the end for you and your YouTube channel, uh, which we watch all the time. And I want to do, you. I have to do a big shout out to my mom because my mom is one my of mom. Your, your biggest fans. We call her Patriot Gallery she instead takes of the peanut your gallery. Clips. She puts them up. She's, she's, she puts them in her blogs all the time. And yes. like, so my mom comes to Thank us you. and she will share us your content. Give us the best of, the, of, of Lynette. Yeah, so we big have the shout best out of to Lynette. our mom um, there. Carolina had said, what about ta taxes on cashing in an IRA? I know that that's kind of a bigger question, but that's a, how about just call ITM and they can help you with that, right? Free well, call. they can, they can, but let me also say, if you read the documents when they set anything up, because IRAs were created in the 70s, right? If you, if you read what they're saying, they sit down and they say, okay, how do we have to set this up to discourage people having them volunteer leaving it in there? So you look at your account and you go, oh, I got a hundred thousand bucks. Oh, I don't want to pay the taxes on it. 
But what you need to understand is that 100 grand or whatever you've got in there is visible to the government and the IRS. And they can dictate to you how you take it out. So how you pay those taxes. You will never get away from paying the taxes. So eventually you're gonna pay it anyway. Right. So why not control that narrative? And as part of the strategy, that's what I said. How do you recoup any taxes, any fees, any losses? It's easy. You're buying an undervalued asset. Again, it's, none of this is really complicated. But if you look at the system, they and they even say this, we make this intentionally complicated because then nobody questions us. Right. And how many people have you come across as, well, I don't really understand money. Well, I don't really understand that. And so it's, you know, so they turn away from it, but this is all by design. Gold yeah. and silver are super simple. And the strategy is super simple. You know, I mean, it really is because it's based on repeatable patterns. And I can't guarantee tomorrow, but I kind of think that if something's happened over 4,800 times the same way every time, is this time really different? No. Probably not. No, it's not different. So, Carolina, what we want you to do is give ITM Trading Call, and they will help you figure out you how to deal with You can even use our custom number. It's one 866 and that will let them know that we that Resistance Chicks sent you and even tell them, I saw Lynette on Resistance Chicks and maybe she'll want to come back on the show. Lynette, I want to get you back on if the show. If you I know do you're that, I'll do a special thing for your viewers. If they call in and they say that they saw me on your show, then I will give them a special ITM gold pen. Get out. I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> Say the number again. 1-866-950-7776. Or you can go to learn.itmtrading forward slash chicks. And or tell them you saw Lynette. Go to the website, even just itmtrading.com. And just when you give them a call, they've got a Calendly links. All of those things. You can get your free strategy call. All right. And I'm going to pull up before we let you go. I want to show our viewers um, where and they And Randy, can... you better let them know that I did that. That's so funny. <laughs> They'll be like, she said that's a pen. Uh, all right, so here's the It's YouTube a great pen. You're going to love it. ITM Trading. It's very simple. ITM Trading. There's the 221,000 subscribers. I think they had like 15 when we had Lynette on last time five years ago. I mean, just <laughs> phenomenal. The Beyond Gold and Silver channel. That's where you guys are going to get a lot of lessons on how to do what Lynette is actually implementing. Mm -hmm. You can follow her over here on Instagram. It's an adorable picture there. And again, on Facebook. <laughs> Lynette is everywhere. So, Lynette, thank you for coming on the show. When we have you back in a few months i would like to talk to you um if the poop hasn't hit the fan if the poop hasn't hit the fan just quite yet i want to get more into how do we go at the state level right and change mm -hmm. the laws making constitutional mm -hmm. money constitutional money again because when i spend that'd be a great if discussion I pay you this right it's 20 let's say 25 dollars right but we know it's it's worth more and and a taxable income all of that i want to talk to to our viewers i want you to talk to them about how we can literally just by using gold and silver to make our exchanges and to pay each other in we can come out of the system so i want to kind of do a whole oh, show absolutely. on that with you 
because I, I just want to add, I know we're like going along on this, but I want to add that you vote with your wallet, you vote with your purse. So if you use gold and silver, if you buy gold and silver, that's your vote. If yes. you stay in the system with fiat, that's your vote. Yeah, got to be clear on that. And what you're voting for is to keep the Constitution. <laughs> it's, it's Sound money. And the system that actually works for everybody, not just the few at the top. Oh, it's so good. That is so good. Um, also, my mom reminds me to tell everybody about the Thrivers community. Um, Thank you, mom. I love you. <laughs> yes, she's the best. How do they get to that, by the way? Uh, you can get to it through Beyond Gold and Silver, but it's also Thrivers the thriverscommunity.com. Okay, thethriverscommunity.com. And, and what yep. is that real quick? Uh, that is that is our version of a community where we interact and we actually help each other. And we have also the ability, anybody can go into groups. So wherever you live in the country, you can find like-minded people like yourself. Because that's that's the biggest thing I hear is that, you know, nobody believes me. They think I'm crazy. I feel alone. Well, you come to the Thrivers community, you get me live uh, every week, but you get you get everybody right. All of my whole entire team, they do these live events every single week. But the community is phenomenal with helping each other. So she's been telling us for a while now, and I just pulled it up. So I want to show you guys the website really quick. She's been, she's like, you guys have to get on. And I've been meaning to, I just haven't done it yet. But this is a place where people can go and really kind of like not feel alone. Ask yes, questions, exactly. ask questions. So it's not, the onus isn't all on you. It's not all on us. It's a community-based uh, place for people to go. I'm like-minded, you're like-minded, let's share ideas. Am I right? Exactly. I love and it, so it doesn't much. matter what your skill level is. If you are just starting, well, everybody there, I mean, there's lots and lots of people there to help you wherever you are. If you're an expert, come join us and help others. Yeah. And you'll learn something too. I mean, it, it, but yeah, it's definitely a place where you are not alone. I love how active the community is. It's So we're getting phenomenal. thank yous in the chat. So thank you so much, Lynette. <laughs> Everybody says, thank you for sharing this wealth of information. So thank you My so pleasure. much for taking your time out. And you guys go schedule your, your free consult, okay? And help them to, to move you out of this system into the, what we call the constitutional money system. Yes, yes absolutely. Starts with your goals, puts your goals first. And I love that. It's it's literally catered to each individual and you don't have to pull the pull the you know pull out your wallet on call number 1. I've heard of people no. calling like 5 times before a decision was made. And I think right. that that's amazing that you guys offer that. So, thank you Lynette even though you didn't know that you um, have partnered with us. But thank you for allowing us to partner <laughs> with you guys. We love the ITM uh, trading family and I want to encourage everyone regardless of where you're at Beyond Gold and Silver and ITM Trading. Lynette does short videos all of the time. She does longs. They do, if you didn't get to ask your question now, she does Q&A shows all of the time. So go and subscribe and follow Lynette. Because and share them with all of your friends. Because yes. now is the time. It's almost too late, guys. It really, really is. But there's still time to get out of the system in a monetary, but it's never too late to start your community. 
Yeah, right. That's true. All right, Lynette, right. thank you so much for coming on. You guys, remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth and this stuff is coming down the line, but you can survive and thrive going through it so that you can be the banker, you can be the lender, not the borrower. So thank you guys again for coming and joining us live. Lynette, thank you for coming. And we will see you guys next time right here on resistancechicks.com. Bye, guys. God bless. You